Cowboys. Speaking of Cowboys. Hey, don't do that. Did they finish? Did they finish getting whooped on? <laughs> What's our record? Don't be the best in the NFC. I what was it about six yeah. three? Are right. we the best? I can't. I can't say that. You lost one game, and now y'all. I hate. I hate y'all people, but I hate y'all other fans because the Cowboys. You know what? I understand though. Is there such this mystique and prestige that any time we lose anything, ah, y'all sorry, y'all garbage. But when we win, oh, that was a sorry team y'all played. Or they was missing, they start playing. That's true. I agree with that. Because it's true all around. Hey, I'm a Falcons fan, so I got room to talk. Yeah, yeah, we got teams that y'all play. And y'all can't beat competition. (laughs) Atlanta Falcons are the reason you got 1013 showing up at adult facilities. Damn. Yeah, 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 yeah. They be betting their life savings and stuff on the Falcons. Oh no, you should know that's a, that's a no go. You don't do that. I'm probably gonna get canceled by Atlanta Falcons and behavioral health. They beat the Saints. That's how I look. That's the only reason why I'm happy. In they in their house, like Rob said, in, in their house. Uh, uh, that that's our Super Bowl. I forgot. That's our Super Bowl. That's all I need. I'm satisfied for the rest of the year. I'm satisfied. (laughs) And the the leading scorer was the one that closed it out. Ooh. Must be nice. Young (laughs) Hoo (laughs) Koo. Got more points than everybody. Young Hoo Koo? Yeah. That's our best player. Nigga named Young Hoo Koo. He had he had more points than Matt Ryan and um and Julio Jones combined last year. Oh. He got the most he got the most Atlanta name I've ever heard. Hey. Oh. <laughs> 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 Damn. Hey, that man he good with me. And he wearing Vic jersey too. He wearing the proud. He he doing the boys good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, highly man. proud. All right, y'all ready? Let's get into it. Y'all ready? Yes, sir. Yeah. Make it do what it do. Family, thank you for joining Black Kings on another episode of In My Healings. I'm Cam, and at the virtual round table, I have my brothers with me, TJ, Rob, and Noble. So Noble posed a question in the group last week, and it reads, January 2021, the pandemic has destroyed lives, crippling families financially. There has been destructive thinking in our communities to recoup money losses, but most have become enslaved to a broken system that does not protect them. Desperation has plagued society, and most just want to survive by any means. Upsetting to say, some have crossed into deep waters and can no longer swim afloat. We have to find our black community to be a part of this. We have found we have found our black community to be a part of this tragedy every day of our lives, and it has gotten worse. As it, the pandemic dipl- displays no remorse, coincidentally, evil has been playing a strong game of hunter and the hunt. 
gentlemen, organ trafficking is a booming business right now. Black people constantly fail themselves in the protection of such heinous crimes. Why are we continuously stolen in plain sight for such specifics, which is harvesting organs? Man. First, I want to start off the show by asking, no, what's up, what's up? I want to ask, like, how, what brought you to this question, my brother? Because that's, yeah. that's deep. You had to be thinking real deep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I man. swear to God, I wasn't. No, it's deep. Like, you, you jumped into a whole a whole different world. Like, so, people don't yeah, really think yeah, about yeah. it. So, I was, I was sitting down. And, uh two things I was I was watching. One I was uh I was watching what who was I watching? I was watching a missing child in Chicago, Jelani Day. Uh read his report. His organs weren't necessarily missing, they were liquefied. Um, which is weird, but his jawbone, his lower jawbone, his teeth. And I think his eyes and his, genita- his genitalia was undefiled, unidentifiable. Um, those things were missing. But overall, it led me to this. Another thing that led me to it, I was watching a TV show. I'm not going to front. I was watching the Resident, and they were, uh, it, was about, it was a scene where this young woman, which she's a nurse, she was, uh, her sister was dying, and she was dying of organ failure. Uh, kidney specifically, and another nurse friend, I guess, uh, or a doctor friend, uh, said that you know he could help, but in low standards, you can't, you can't ask any questions. And she, uh, she, uh, he gave, he connected her to an organ broker, which led me to that as well. Um, and the organ broker found a friend of the sister that was dying, found her working in a, a coffee shop, and the girl agreed to give her kidney and and, and, and furthermore take him out the country and allow doctors, you know, to illegally, you know, do surgery on her. So it led me to that. Um, and then something else occurred um, dealing with a case in Atlanta, uh, where it's an old case. I forget the guy's Kendrick. name. He not Kendrick. Kendrick. Uh, not the not the uh, the Matt Roll thing. Not that one. Uh, the other there was other guys years ago that led me to also watching that. I don't know what it was weird, but it led me to that. Was he so out in Las Vegas? Yes. He was a model. He was, he was he was the model. Him and his friends were like making a documentary. Right, he, right, right, he, right, right. He, I was reading up that he might have he might have been um might have been gay. I mean that doesn't really matter. Gay. But uh, he was messing with some guy, and he came back home, and they ended up flying back out to Cali, and they ended up in Las Vegas. But when they yeah, found him, mom he had said, no. Mom What's said she got a call from. Uh, her her son's husband and said that where is he at and that's when you put up you know he went to the west coast and mom the the husband said that why did he do that he's in danger 
so that occurred and then next thing you know what you were about to say which was you found him in death uh in the desert with missing organs and you know and so forth and so forth so it led me on my journey to the organ trafficking so in COVID-19 so COVID-19 has been significant in everybody's lives as far as uh damaging financial uh in financial properties like like you can't some people can afford to you know slice of bread so people went to the darkest corners of the earth actually find financial restitution besides in their own government so there's plenty of reports in england that state that uh people are on the verge of losing homes and stuff like that and people were harvesting kidneys in order to 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 actually um find salvage and saving their homes and saving their livelihoods and whatnot um, it led me back to the United States. Um, I started looking at missing persons reports. Did you know that 30, no, 40, 40, roughly 40% of black kids are missing? And we only make up, and black kids only make up around 15 to 16% of the children population. That's, That's a big number. It is. Um, and in some of them kids, majority, like 20%, roughly, of those kids were missing some type of organ, either a liver, their kidney, either uh, uh, some were even missing a heart um, in those cases. Uh, so, and then it led me to watching videos of black kids actually getting pulled in plain sight, dragged into a vehicle and driving off into the sunset and people actually watching <laughs> this happen. Not security cameras, not footage from anything else people physically seeing with their own eyes with their own fleshy eyes kids women getting pulled into vehicles and just driving off into the sunset to no longer be found so mad and then you know you know i get you know i'm you know i'm an empath type of individual got in my feelings so i drank a little bit <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, let me write my synopsis. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully yeah. we can come to a conclusion on how can we save uh how can we save honestly a generation? Uh how can we save a generation uh from themselves? And on top of that, how can we save a generation if we're not even thinking about our future? How can we do that? So that's what made me raise this question. Let's start it. Yeah. Thank you for actually bringing this topic up. Um, I had the opportunity to actually sit down and do a lot of research. So I knew about organ trafficking in the black market, but I didn't really realize how extensive it was and how, how far it reaches. It even reaches all the way in China. I think they, they, they do more right. organ harvesting than anybody um, right. to the point where it's some in some countries is even it's even legal um but why does it seem like black people in particular are targeted for these such things i mean that's mm. a, that's a, that's a good question honestly i think it has a lot to do with well honestly i do i believe it has to do with uh your income ratio really like, the poorer you are, the less likely you're going to be noticed. 
Um, you live on the street, you know, just imagine people are constantly missing and being snatched up and, it's unaware, and being unaware of by their families that they are actually missing. A lot of homeless people are accounted for when it comes to census, when it comes to a lot of things. And, you know, you just don't, you just don't know, uh, you just don't know how to, to overcome said, you know, certain situations in life. But I think a lot of black people that are on their, down on their luck, are on the verge of, of poverty or whatever it may be, this is just my thoughts, you know, the possibility of them uh, becoming missing is is higher than say a white family um, that has that's in a better situation that uh, are a better secure situation um, that, that, that 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 have a sense of 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 protection when it comes to their family and their community. I don't think black people really, even though we show the numbers, but I don't think we really display protective numbers, if you understand what I mean. So I don't know, man. I don't know. So here was, here's where the dynamic changed, right? And I, I was reading even further because there's, there's different ways that this comes about. You got sex trafficking. Um, you got your you got your local ho- your hospital stealing your organs, and a funeral right. home stealing your organs. Um, right. So my my research led me to this. Um, a lot of a lot of people that are uh, a lot of African Americans that go to the hospital and don't have, um, you know, like the basic basic medical care and can't afford medical care end up going to the hospital, and it could be for something real simple, and they die, and before the family can even get to them, organs is already harvested. You got to think about it. The the hospital, they take the placenta, and many don't know that. That placenta is still like after the baby is born. If you leave it attached, it still has nutrients for that for that baby. Yeah, eyes are being harvested. Um, the doctors are going as far as saying, you know, brain dead. There's nothing we could do, and then they take your organs because you you sign over a contract saying that you want an independent autopsy, and this is what is happening. Um. Is there a secret agenda behind black children being murdered and, 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 and well, just black people, period, being murdered and found without their organs? I kind of wanted to, to kind of dig deeper into the, to the case of Kendrick Johnson as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Kendrick, right, Johnson? Yeah. First of all, how your man end up in the, how he rolled himself into the mat, pass away. Y'all do an autopsy and the organs go missing and you fill his body up with newspaper. Where are the organs at? You know what? Don't shit. They say they say he slid, he climbed into a wrestling mat and slid down there and got stuck and died. That's the dumb shit. Like, that was the dumb shit that they was leading with. First of all, did any of y'all wrestle in high school? No. I tried to. I tried to. I'm right, just laying I'm not getting up, so. We're rolling up those mats. <laughs> Typically, you will roll those mats up like you would try to roll a joint really tightly. So there's no way 
any role match on any wrestling team in the world to where there's a hole big enough for somebody to slip through into it. So that's 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 one inconsistency there. But they don't value us. The medical field don't even value black people. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to act like I'm an expert on this because these are one of those things I'm not an expert on. But I do know what I see with my eyes and what I experience. The medical field doesn't value black people at all. They don't value black women. If a black woman says she's in pain and she's hurting, they just assume, oh, it's, it's this or this, that. You'll be okay. They aren't quick to give her the medicine or the care that she needs. But yeah. her white counterpart, a white counterpart, oh, what's wrong? I've experienced and seen that shit for myself at hospitals and be like, hmm, y'all are quicker to get to these Anglo Saxon caucus people. <laughs> but the melanated people, y'all are real slow to attend to them. And y'all. <laughs> And the issue isn't as 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 big or as severe. I ain't gonna lie, that messed my head up. I couldn't even hear what you said. <laughs> Wait, wait, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, those Anglo-Saxon caucus. People from the caucus mall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they what? <laughs> They're from the caucus, the mountains of caucuses. <laughs> <laughs> from caucuses. Oh, you ever thought? <laughs> the medical field doesn't value us. We, 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 we already know for most part of society, that they view us as less than and don't value us as much. We we know that. We understand that. We push through that in a way. We thrive through that in a way. But in the medical field, black people of color, all people of color, but black people aren't as valued. Right. We've been treated as uh, we've been treated as expendable. You know what I'm saying? Um, even when it comes to the prison system, a lot of people don't know. When you're in prison, they own you. So after you die, they can do whatever they want to with your body. And more than likely, they're taking your organs. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's yeah, very true. Um, no, I think uh, it, back to that, the hospital thing. That's why, you know, it's funny because that's why a lot of black people don't like putting a donor on their licenses. Because. Oh, no, I, yeah. I, got, a, I got something for that. Yeah. yeah. I heard they chase oh, okay. you down. I heard they chase you down. Rob, what you was about to say? What were you about to say? Uh, I finished my thought. Um, okay, now you you finish your thought or you come back to it? Go ahead, I'll get back to it. Well, there was a um, <laughs> this guy from Philly. He's known as being radical. Not going to name his name in podcast. I don't need no. We don't, we don't need no uh, rents. But he, he said something <laughs> along the side of this. He had a theory. Um, obviously not proven, but it, it does make you say, hmm, when you hit on organ donor, uh, you know, I was told two things as a kid, hey, it's a good thing to do, yada, yada, you know, you can help others, you know, um, but I was also told not to. Why? Because 
you know, his theory was that, you know, the powers that be, um, you know, the things that typically wouldn't happen in your life would, things would happen and unexplained and, um, you know, you would have an ac an untimely accident. Um, you would kind of have these, uh, you know, kind of like these uh, final destination mo moments, if you will, randomly, mm -hmm. all of a sudden. And, uh, and, oh, wow, that's so tragic. He was so young. Look at his ID and it said, Oregon Tom, you know, and it's like, got one, you know. And that caused this particular person, he had to kind of like fall back a little bit, you know, kind of get the, um, but I'm not saying that that theory is, it just makes you think like, you know, with all the other conspiracies going on and so forth, I mean, does it seem far-fetched? And my answer is no, I mean, um, yeah. <clears throat> and and it, just, it just makes you wonder. I mean, life is short enough. I don't need nothing short. So for that reason, now I, I changed mine. Um, in fact, when I moved to Georgia, and I actually studied on my religion, you know, in terms of autopsies. Uh, in fact, we don't even get, in my religion, we don't even get cut up um, to do any kind of autopsies and stuff like that. All that's a rule by, you know, um, you know, just a way of life. And, um, yeah, we have 72 hours to, you know, be in the ground. So, um, and it's not as, uh, it's, it's very simplistic in a sense of, you know, we're wrapped, you know, it's like casket and, um, like pine box, taking out a pine box, but wrapped right into the ground so um yeah. it won't our religion won't even allow us so as i followed up on i was like wow i wasn't supposed to be doing this anyway but um and that's islam by the way but yeah so those are my reasons behind it but you look at a place like where we live it's so one of the hubs unfortunately and you know younger folks um and you know, youthful means usually vitality, um, usually not carrying the older versions of us, right? Because they uh, could be wrong, but we're the leaders of diabetes, we're the leaders, leaders in um, heart disease, uh, or cardiovascular problems. And uh, it's another one, I think uh, it's, a, it's a prostate cancer. So it's like, we're not, we're not the go-to for these organs, you know what I mean? But the younger ones, you know, uh, if, if it's not hurt, um, if they weren't born with it, you know, this is uh, an opportune time. And uh, preferably before the age, kind of like that they're, uh, um, you know, sexually active, right? Because the blood isn't tainted, God forbid, if these, um, adolescents are protecting themselves and you know so this is like and it's been said about us even dates back to dating back to uh africa uh which i read 
the whole HIV uh, form, they were testing on us. Um, and you hit on something, though, when you said, uh, I believe it's by uh, your, your you know, socioeconomic status. Um, they protect, they, uh, these people experimented on this um, impoverished group in Africa. And, you know, the white man is usually um, signified as like a, like a savior, if you will. And he's experimenting because he believed like kind of like the planet of the apes ideology, like I wonder if they could procreate, like maybe he's talking apes, if you will. You know what I mean? Because they felt like our organs were very much close to heads. So something, you know, when they tried to procreate and uh, something went terribly wrong in the woman in which her organs started to shut down and she started to get that uh, immunodeficiency, uh, nothing worked and there was a slow death, started getting skinny and, you know, they didn't know what's going on. So they called it the skinny disease there. Um, and, you know, spread amongst the villages and amongst you know, the people, it all takes it at one and, and so forth. But, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not uh, what's the word? I'm not naive to think that it, it, it can't, uh, you know, still out there be happening to us, but preferably they want a, looking for a more vital group. So, uh, you know, it's it, it's a real thing. I mean, we may we may want to block it, but these stories that seem far out, this is this another story, untold truth. You know what I mean? And this is the uncomfortable conversation, and you know it needs to be addressed. <clears throat> and uh, we just definitely have to everybody, our people, even more so. Have to have a certain street smart about us, man. Um, to, to try our best to prevent these things from happening. Yeah. So I'm sure many people are at home wondering why the hell somebody would want to take you, kill you, and take your organs. And I wondered the same thing. So after doing a little bit of research, um, doing a little bit of homework, I found out the amount of people that are waiting to receive legally an organ. And that list is long. I'm talking about years long. And people get desperate, start doing research. It's big business. Literally, yes. Like Noble yeah. said. Their organs, yes, billions. It's a, it's a, it's a, a legally billion dollar business. Literally, all you have to do is snatch somebody off the street. Then I found out, which is about to say, my bad. No, you're right. I was about to say, what's easier than getting from what Noble hit it on lower income, like lower income, maybe. Maybe people in that family might trip. Maybe even people in that neighborhood might trip. But a whole nation, a whole state's not going to trip over a child missing. They're going to be like, that's just another child missing, another person missing. 
But if let's say if that was somebody like um Rand Paul or something like that. Somebody that white people might or the masses revere. Then it's an issue. Then we need to crack down on this. Then we really need to put boost to asses. It's not, it kind of reminds me of the, that's when that will stop. It reminds me of the crack epidemic. Like, at one point, it wasn't the crack epidemic at, at before when it was just black people doing it, but it started to get into white neighborhoods and now it's an epidemic. Just like with the opiates, like, they all these campaigns and they're not sending their kids to to jail for being on these opiates or getting caught with them. They're sending them to rehab facilities. But when it was us, lock them up. I have an addiction. So you're going to lock me up because I have an addiction. And take my life away from me because I have an addiction. And not to get so far left with that, but I liken it to this. This won't stop until it hits home. That's most things, most issues, until it hits home for the masses and for people who are in power, then things will be done about it. When and I hate to say it, when they start family members and loved ones and children, then work can actually get done on a mass scale. But that's just my opinion. That's one man's opinion. So earlier, Rob brought up the untold stories, and I'm um. I'm glad he said that the untold stories that we don't hear about people going missing. A couple of weeks ago, we all heard about Gabby Petito. She went missing. It's an unfortunate event. But at that same time, it was a lot of us going missing. Nobody was saying anything. There's a, a, a there's a um, hashtag going around known as the missing white women syndrome, and it brought me to this question: Why is it that when we go missing, our story doesn't hit the news? Yeah, when we go missing, and the parents report, or you know, saying the family members report that somebody is gone, they can't be found. We're just missing. We just ran away. It's never, like you said, it, CJ, it's never put boots on the ground. Why, why, why don't we hear about our stories? Why don't our stories make national media? Are you asking my opinion on that? Yeah. Um. Again, I'll go back to the same thing. Not and and I, I don't want to get any of this misconstrued when I say this. We're not black people, we value ourselves. Don't get it twisted. We do. We know our value. We know our worth. We know who we are. We know our importance to not only this society but to culture and to the world and even to the universe. But it's just like any anything. What one person might value, another person don't. We aren't valued as a whole. Unless we're entertaining you. If we're entertaining you, we have value. And that's just not for white people. That's of other people of other mm -hmm. colors. But we're not valued as humans. Like, if we have no 
And we do it to ourselves too. Usually if we have no worth to each other, what can I get from you? How can I benefit from you? What can I gain from you? If you have no real value, antiquated value, then what's the point? I, I feel like these children and these some of these adults are going missing and it's like, okay, what, what value did they bring to us? I'm like, oh, that's messed up, but life keeps going. We got to keep living. It is what it is. Half of them don't know what goes on in, in our community. Most of them don't know what goes on in our community anyway. So they assume, well, oh, this, this is just what happens with black people. Again, it goes back to when it's happening to us, it's easier to brush to the side of like, oh, this is just happening to black people. AIDS, oh, this is just happening to black people. Crack, it's just happening to black people. All these things, it's just happening. Hate crimes, it's just happening to black people. When it goes into other communities, I, hate to, I, I don't hate to make it racial, and I'm not always trying to pivot things to racial, but it is. But again, when it's happening to other communities, there's a sense of importance put on to it. We just aren't valued by the masses, man. We just aren't. Unless we're but entertaining. Thought, yeah. Go ahead. I thought our lives matter, though. That, that's just sound like that. That that again. That's 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 whitewashing Black Lives Matter. Anytime, it's 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 just stupid to me. It, that that in itself is stupid to me too. Anytime Black people complain about something, it's like a husband and wife, and it's like a wife who's constantly being beaten and cheated on, and she she. Goes to her husband, like, I'm just tired of you beating and cheating on me. And he'd be like, well, you don't make dinner when I get home. Like, one doesn't have to do with the other. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, this is what's happening to me. This is what I'm dealing with. Mm -hmm. Like, me not making dinner for you, does, does that cancel out what I'm, you beating on me every time you come home? Like, all life's are supposed to matter, yeah, but they don't. Like you just said, they're supposed to matter, but they just don't to everybody. I die today or tomorrow, knock on wood, you gonna, people that are close to me are gonna care, but others aren't, and that's for most of us. Like, no, the white masses aren't gonna like, oh my God, he was so young. And, <clears throat> but if I was white, and depending on the circumstance, you might have a mass cry out for people. Like you still yeah. have people who have, you still have people who like, well, George Floyd was this and George Floyd was that. They there's no value, intrinsic value to them when it comes to us. So we're able to have a organs heart. That's the only value they might they, they the people who are doing it. Like they know that we aren't value. So when our organs are harvested, they like. Okay, nobody's gonna miss Traquan. Like maybe his mama, maybe the church, but that's about it. FBI, the CIA is not about to put out no witch hunt to figure out what's going on. But let it be a blonde hair, blue eyed white girl, like the girl that was one of those islands where she went missing, and they been looking Natalie Hollywood. In Australia, she went missing for 18 days. Under found out she was six minutes from the house, but yeah. they looked for. I've yet to see 
a search party go out when a young, you know what I'm saying, when a black person goes missing. They went full-fledged out to find these people. Gabby Petito, I'm talking about all over the news. Yeah. That doesn't well, I don't mean, understand it. Well, the news, I mean, you, you look at the news, um, especially in this country, uh, obviously the news is syndicated and, and, and white publications. So it's, it's going to be, it's voiced out to the masses, but yeah, but who's really watching? And it's like only like 70, it's like 70 to 74, 80% of white people watch the news every day. Only like 10 to 15% of black people watch the news. Like, there's not going to be no rip. So if you have those numbers, if white folks have those numbers, who do you think is going to be noticed more? It's going to be white folks, even though it's still a racial issue. If it was predominantly black people watching the news within itself, possibly. But we won't know that. But 74 to almost damn near 100% of white people are watching the news. Who do you think is going to appeal more? Is it going to be the black child? They got taken, or is it going to be a white child with blue eyes, long blonde hair? That's going to that looks. So, like are you that. saying that's going to be? Are you saying it's black people's fault? I'm not saying it's black people's fault. I'm no, saying, I'm asking. I'm not saying it's black people's fault. I'm saying that we have a hard time. We have a hard time. First of all, we have a hard time building our own without somebody trying to destroy it first. Of all. But once it's once it's built, or or or, or let, let me let me take it back because I think I think one thing about white people that they unfortunately know how to get right is they know how to publicize when there's a crisis uh, within their own community, and it has a lot to do with their years of actually. So, so of course they know how to know how to uh, gimmick a, a role or how to know how to save their self and, and face value and whatnot. So they're they're good at that. You know what I'm saying? You know I'm not knocking all white folk, but I'm, you know I'm knocking you know the the ones that 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 are conniving and that are malicious in their own right. But Fox News, NBC. All these big time news indications that go across the world. If if the numbers were reversed, yeah, I kind of am. It sounds like, <laughs> in a way, I am blaming black. But you got to. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? I got because I mean, I mean, I'm trying to save face, but it's kind of hard to. But. Uh, <laughs> Is 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 how we value things. Uh, it's how we value our lives in the public, and it's how we value our lives locally. Um, local news don't even give us that much love versus uh, worldwide. And we got a question: Why that is the case? A lot of it has to do with the white power structure. Of course, it does. But we have also noticed that you know when a group of black people get together, a large actually. Black people get together. Uh, they can make a voice voice known. Absolutely. It's always been indicated. I think the issue is black people get tired 
of continuously uh, trying to avoid conflict. And then they lose sight. Then when something else occurs, it's, it's, it's like uh, a revolving door is not sticking. The first is what white they are on it, on it, on it until um, it truly gets solved. A black child is missing right now. Last week from this neighborhood, black folks were looking in this before everything went back. That says a lot, but just the street, there's a white child, literally, been missing for almost three months. And you see dogs and stuff. So, so who is the person that? that? So, is there more so, education or more kind of the community? Or is there or more of the infrastructure behind it that keeps us constantly in ways that we're never going to move forward in protection of our own? So, until what? Until we do for our own, I kind of feel like I I, I definitely agree. I definitely uh, agree. I'm not trying to blame nobody, really. I'm just looking at numbers. Yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely not a blame game, but I, I really hope that this podcast really opens people's eyes to understand that if we don't look out for our own community, these are the type of things that can happen. Um, and I'm 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 for sure that we're participating. My cousins maybe participating because I can't see a random like CJ said Caucasian person caucus coming to my uh, neighborhood Anglo Saxon and just snatching up somebody. Um but it is definitely sad that we don't get the media coverage and I have to go to Facebook to find out that somebody's missing you know what i'm saying um i definitely feel like yeah i don't i don't i don't understand i mean well facebook social media has been a disaster but also a a saving grace at the same time because if if there was no facebook if there was no instagram if there was no none of this we would only be localizing the issues we wouldn't. It wouldn't be spreading the way it's spreading, spreading like it is now. Now I'm not saying things in the past didn't get from one continent to another when it was tragedy that occurred, but it took a longer time. Now everything is instant. So yeah. you know, I kind of, I kind of, I like the fact that we're that we're we're moving in the right path on social media, and hopefully the news outlets either will change or be disappeared. It's definitely just I they believe it needs to be dismantled. Right. And it plays it mean, plays a part to the narrative. <laughs> My brother Rob, what she was about to say? My bad. No, it was um Noble hit hit a good point in terms of uh you know how our news essentially is um social media. I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you. Almost everything we want is on baller alert. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, you know, 
Facebook Live. Um, it's on yeah, you know, your Instagram stories, uh so many event uh, world star hip hop. Um but man, it's it just because this is what we're entering with, right? It's the real news kind of like is the the public school of you know of of history of teaching. You know, it's his story, not mine. You know, uh, it's not a lot of African American school, charter schools. It's the real. Um, our people are rape, pillage, and you know. Taking uh, they won't want to tell. That's sounds so horrific. You just learning. You gotta learn about that. But it's the truth. The truth hurts. If you know your truth at an early onset, you know what I mean. It'll allow you to have an open mind. You know what? I think it is a uh, a training, but really a safeguard, bro. Because could you imagine all these news that we would have? It would almost make you hate another race. You know, especially. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, what? so it, it almost was like, you know, it teaches you to be civil. You know, it teaches you to be forgiving and all that because uh, it's like, man, why are my people keep being plagued? Like, why do we keep being um, you know, ostracized? Did we ever have a chance? You know, it's like, so this is a, a training to keep, I want to say, uh, a civil um, uh, obedience about you amongst other nationalities within your school. And then, you know, y'all live under <laughs> what they call diverse, you know what I mean? Because that's how it makes the school's image look good, right? But you need, we need something that hits on to, hey, and uh, the real, like this, if uh, the news were to really tell it raw, do you think anybody would ever move to these major cities? No, no one would want to be a hundred, not even a hundred feet within some of these areas. You have a beautiful area. Like, uh, can I, it's, it's just one area in Atlanta. Um, and, and I have to laugh at it because it's like, one block is like an affluent area around the corner. It's the hood. Um, <laughs> and it's a, a notable area. And I'm talking about, ah, is that like the Paces Ferry area or somewhere in Buckhead? But uh, excuse me for not knowing the demographic, but it's it's basically almost that hop, skip, and a jump away from, you know, from 500,000. To 150,000, and it's like, you know, um, but yeah, it's like if you knew what was going on, and it, you wouldn't even dare think to live in these areas. If they was to talk about all these, you know, kidnappings, these home invasions, they were to give these stories more. Um, no one would ever live in these areas, man. It wouldn't even be. Listen, they would move far away. You would, <laughs> I, so, you know, media will give you what they want because, you know, they'll paint the picture. Um, they'll uh, make their own community, if you will, but th they're going to give the needed information and block out all that negativity. 
because um, you know they they want to paint this image that this is our world. This is our world. We don't live in that world, but we right. live in the real world, the raw reality. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, <laughs> um, you know our one of our all all of our HBCUs are in the hood. I mean, it's go ahead, go ahead, these cows just that you know education, you know, um, and these HBCUs are in a lot of times the most dangerous areas. Uh, you already made it, quote unquote, in the hood. You can make it there, you can make it anywhere, you know. Um, but you know, these are the raw realities that we have to face. I think as we get older, we have to keep an open mind and challenge ourselves, feed ourselves the truth, and the truth will liberate you. Know? Um, that's why I'm gonna be honest with you, you hear more of the you know, other races being victimized. Why? Because they're book smart. They don't know the wrong reality we live in. We know right. how to cope with certain situations, and you know, um, you know they get they get uh, tested a lot. You know, so that, this, these it's like two different like uh, Meek. That's the only one of the few things I agree with him on. We live in two different worlds. You know, it's not one world. We live in two different worlds. So, and that is the truth. It's a black America. You know, it, it, we don't, we can't view it as a whole, uh, you know, um, collective. When we keep seeing these things in the world, CNN only paints a, a, a tenth of the picture. But look how wrong and upsetting that is. <laughs> right. Well, I think uh, if we if we go back to uh, not just uh, you know syndicated news in a way where you know they they paint that picture, um, you know I th I think if we if we as a community of people, uh, we definitely need to to find ways to unify uh, like we used to in the past. I'm not saying it's not happening. Now, because there are a few groups that are doing it um, that are out here now today as we speak. Uh, I think there just needs to be more of us. I think that uh, whatever community that you're part of, I think it needs to, you need to address that community and make sure that, you know, the protection of children is number one, uh, because predominantly when it comes to trafficking and when it comes to just, 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 just taking a life uh, besides women, um, predominantly children are taken significantly. They're easier to grasp onto, um, especially from a young age, going into prostitution, going into uh, uh, into uh, abuses of, of drugs and being with wrong crowds and wrong people. So it happens, it happens significantly and then once they over or if they're taking for other specific reasons like organ trafficking then we have nobody but to blame but ourselves how did this child end up in a situation where he or she could have possibly been saved 
Um, I think, you know, we look at the small, we look at the, 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 the small spectrum, but we don't look at the broad, uh, the broad picture of what's in front of us. We don't, we don't really, we look at the pinpoint of, of, of what we see in front of us versus what we don't interpret, what the situation may occur uh, with this child or with this, this woman or with this man. Um, and we don't take it as, as uh, empathy. We, 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 we take it as, okay, you're just going through something and you know, you'll find your way, but instead of saying you'll find your way, help that brother out. Um, I think definitely uh, if we do more of that, there'll be less crime, there'll be less hate, there'll be less of a lot of things that happen in our own communities. Um, so, you know, that's, like I said, that's why the question was raised, like, it, you know, COVID hurt people badly, not just black folks, it hurt everybody. It hurt everybody in a major, you know what I'm saying? Pockets were hit, <laughs> you feel me? They gone, families were hurt, divorce rate went through the roof. You know what I'm saying? A lot of shit happened. So, I mean, there's way too many nuggets in this basket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. a lot of shit has occurred that, that, that we have to consider. Um, and COVID, you know, as you know, as far as the mortality of, of organs and stuff like that, that dropped by like 30, 40%. People weren't you know, because of COVID, because motherfuckers are getting COVID, you think I'm really gonna put something sick in my body? Nah, I ain't gonna do that. And people were getting denied left and right. Like 400, how many people are on that list? Like 400 plus thousand people? On yeah, that about list? 400 plus thousand, yeah. Yeah. And, and counting. Yeah. Right. Like, and in 20 of them, like probably like 20, 25 of them are dying a day because they're yeah. waiting for yeah. something. Yeah. So, I mean, I get why you're trying to go the dark route, but it's not the best route. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's it's, it's something that you have to just come in terms with, with you and your God and who you believe in. You know what I'm saying? And on the top, if you focused on that, you know, focus on another person's life. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, protection of community is number one. Family should always feel like a family when it comes to community. I should have no problem sending my kids to you and not have to worry about what's going to happen. That's what my mom used to do. We had a tight community when I was young. And then nobody was afraid. You know what I'm saying? What that's, happens to that's, that's when your neighbor could beat you. They could right, be your right. <laughs> and, and, and then when you get home, you get another one. Dear God, if you had a father, you get three of these. <laughs> and then when she tell your grandma at Christmas, she whoop you too. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so, I mean, and it's not. It's like I said. It's hard to say, but it's not. I'm not blaming nobody. I mean, blaming is such a is such a harsh word because of the fact that you know we've had a lot done to us that conflicted us psychologically. So it's it's unknowingly like uh not unknowingly, but it's like. We're, we're, we're quite indirect when it comes to how we respond to things. We're afraid of a lot of things that may occur and we may not even know that we're afraid of it. I'm glad you there's said that. I'm glad you said that. I mean, there's just a lot of skeletons in our closet that we haven't unraveled. I mean, it's just, right, it's right. just what it is. But, uh, you know, I feel like if 
if Clarence or I mean my bad. Oh, my bad, CJ. <laughs> my bad. You said his government <laughs> name. <laughs> you don't know who he is. You know what I'm saying? Or Cam, or you know, Rob, you know, it, it always starts with us, you know, in a way. You know, this platform yeah, yeah. is cool. And, you know, at some point, we're going to have to get real physical out there in the community. You know, that's the next goal. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. so, I mean, you know, one step at a time, but start somewhere to protect your family and protect these kids, man, because you just yeah. don't know. Just don't know. Yo, you said something a couple of weeks ago, and it, it, it kind of it's hitting me now. Um, we kind of got to go from, got to kind of stop trying to shield our kids from certain things. Not only kids, but just people we, we come in contact with. Like Rob said, it's a, it's a raw world, you know what I'm saying, that we, that we live in. But right. the more knowledgeable you come on certain topics and, and educating your kids on certain things and, and, some of the stuff that's going around in the community, that's where it begins. Right. Actually, that's where it ends. That's where it can end. If you, if you educate your community on certain topics, a lot of these, some of this stuff wouldn't happen. Right, right, right. Plus, you know, your community happen. starts within the home. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It starts yeah. within the home. You got to teach it. You teach your children. You teach your tribe. And then you expose you expose them to what the tragedies and what the positivities are out in the world. It's, I mean, they're children, but they're still young humans. They're humans. They think they process just like we do. Maybe, of course, on a scale, but they're not they're not stupid to the knowledge. You know what I'm saying? They just interpret it a little differently. And you have to go ahead. How about I think that's because the past generation has brushed it with a broad stroke of. Or their children, they need to maintain their innocence. That's the right. only thing children need to maintain their innocence on is sex. That's it. That should yeah. be a natural progression. Everything else, understanding who you are in this world, how you might be viewed, what's going on, life, murder, life, death, that needs to be explained to a child. That never was really explained to me, but it wasn't shield from, from me either. Like, right, right, right. I, I, it, it would just happen, and I was forced to process. And sometimes you process that wrong. If you actually sit there with your child while they're trying to process it and help explain it to them, it helps in their maturation as a child into an adult. You're not growing up any quicker. But the sad reality is, these things are going to happen if you're a child or not. Like it's better that you have an adult in the home that's going to sit down, explain it to you. Let you know what's going on. Right. Right. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I agree with that 100%, man. I think, uh, you know, the the fears uh, in life should not be shielded from the innocent at all whatsoever. Because now you're leaving them And then you leave them not only dumbfounded, but in some cases, you leave them more curious. Their curiosity starts to peak more. Like, you're trying to tell me not to worry about this, but in the world, I see people not concerning themselves with certain issues like this. Yeah. And that's a problem within itself. So I definitely agree 100%. Uh, honesty is always the key. Honesty is definitely something that should always be uh, a voice in your home, no matter who it is, from child to adult, it doesn't matter. 
So when you when you voice your your truths and you when you voice the realities of nature and what could occur, then you give this child the open mindset to be like, okay, how do I protect myself? I, my mom is or my dad they tried to teach me the, the the values of of life and how to protect me and my own now how do i go out into the world and execute said said, said strategy yeah. so yeah. i definitely agree with all the things that you said man y'all are on it i i really hope the georgia board of education hears this podcast because we just give y'all every reason why critical race theory should be in the schools. Boom, drops the mic. Back <laughs> <laughs> on that. The piggyback on that. That's they hit on what y'all was hitting to too. That's why these children should. All these children being snatched up and these organs are being harvested. They need to be informed on that. They need to see those things. They need right. to know these are real possibilities. It's not teaching. Like, what are you teaching them to walk around the field? It's not being. Will Smith had a quote, and I'll probably, I'll probably butcher it, but here's like, fear isn't real. Fear is what you make up in your mind, but danger is very real. You right. need to teach them that there's an actual danger out there. And to be careful and be knowledgeable enough to know when you're in that situation, that could be dangerous. Not saying walk around in fear because of, that's not a life to live. You walk around fearful all the time. But understand there's real dangers. Understand like, okay, if if you're in this place at this time by yourself, it's a dangerous place to be. Make sure you have a buddy or a friend or a daughter. This that needs to be explained to these kids. But like that, they they did a hell of a job in elementary school with us. Like they didn't no chase straight no chasing. There's like, if you walk at home, make sure you got at least a group of 10 of y'all, because if not, somebody going to throw y'all in the back of the van and rape you. It was like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> damn. Oh, <laughs> that's, oh my that's the reality. Oh. Yeah. They brought, somebody, yeah. they brought somebody in from like GBI and in and, and, and Cal County to tell us that. So every time I see the van as a kid, I was like, oh, that's the right van. Uh-uh, no, I'm good. Right, right. Like, no, we gotta, we gotta run out the way. I don't know. They're gonna snatch us up. I see. Right. If I see a van slow down to this day, I'm like, eh? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all, 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 y'all remember Friday when Craig is smoking his son on the porch <laughs> and the car passed? Oh, no, Debo was coming by on the bike. <laughs> I get the look and ain't no play. Every time I see an 18 van, hey, I get nervous. Especially the Astro van. I see an Astro van, I'm like, is there any kids now? Yeah, Astro, Astro van is questionable. If you see a van with curtains on it, go the other <laughs> way. Sure. Work van. Well, just told, you know, I told my kids last week, I said, don't be afraid, just be alert. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah. You know, don't 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 walk around uh, looking behind your back. Just be aware of your surroundings because at some point you may have to protect yourself in a way. You know what I'm saying? So there's always two of you. Don't never allow it to be. So it's always good to to know your area, know what you're dealing with, and know who you're coming across. So I don't ever want my children to be afraid in this world. I don't ever want them to be afraid. If you're going to die, you're going to die strong and you're going to die a warrior. You're not going to die quivering 
and buckle down to somebody's fucking knees. Now we're not doing that. What we're doing is we're going to see what the what the issue is, and we're going to cross-reference those actions, and we're going to either we're going to either fuck some shit up, <laughs> or you're going to be like, eh, it is what it is. If I can't handle it, then you know at least I'm aware of what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? But don't ever be afraid of of any of the circumstances. You either fight until you can't fight no more. Or that's just the end of it. You you don't be afraid of life. Life will try to cripple your ass. It will try to do everything in its power to make you feel like you're meaningless. No, you're not. And I constantly tell them every morning, you are worth something. So that's what I don't like. When my child, when Tatiana says she's uh, scared of this one girl, which is the oldest, my oldest daughter, scared of this one girl, she keeps talking about me. And I was being real, my daughter. I was like, fuck her. <laughs> straight up, straight up. Like I talk, I talk a little, talk a little rude, uh, you know, raw with my kids sometimes. I don't mean to, but sometimes it just comes out. I'm like, you don't bow down to no motherfucker that actually, you know, has no rights to anything that you do. You are a human being. You are free. You do fuck you want to do. You know what I'm saying? If she talks to you any kind of way, you need to talk back or you need to slap shit out of her. I feel empowered. I feel empowered. So that's that's what mindset I'm on. You know what I'm saying? You're either going to talk shit or you're going to slap some shit. Which one are you going to do? Because don't come back home to me and talk about saying you're scared of somebody because I'm going to tell you, you're going to be scared of me more than you're going to be scared of her. So you may better pick a battle. <laughs> yeah. So. Just don't be, be a warrior out here, man. People be trying to pull that tough shit. Nah, we ain't about that. We black, you know, we powerful, and we can make noise if we just move consistently. Yo, no, that's a great way to end the show, yo. I really hope that this this show and this episode really, you know what I'm saying, open, open people's minds. Please do some research on some of the some of the cases that we were talking about. Um, but please, it, it's, it's definitely time that we start looking out for our own, educate your kids on some of the things that's going out, going on in the world, and what's going on, period. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts. We are everywhere. This has been another episode of In My Islands. We are Black Kings. Yep. Toodaloo. <laughs> <laughs> Peace.